Welcome back to the Voices of Ocean Parkway. I'm your host, Victor Zaytuni, and this is the podcast for every runner using running as a medium to connect to the rest of the world. Each week, I have the pleasure of sitting down with local runners and taking a deep dive into the running scene of OPR, New York City, and beyond. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your content. Moving forward, we hope to produce this podcast on a bi-weekly basis. This week, I had the pleasure of sitting down and chatting with the power couple of OPR, Michelle and Sammy Esquinazzi. We talk about their start in the sport and how running became a family endeavor. We speak about the power of juggling so many obligations and responsibilities while still finding the time to commit to running and to living a healthy lifestyle. We touch on using running as a platform to give back to the community, and we laugh a lot. This episode will leave you belly laughing, smiling, inspired, and also touched emotionally. It was really fun to sit down with Michelle and Sammy, and their chemistry is so obvious throughout this episode. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Michelle and Sammy Esquinazzi. Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hi, Victor. We're so excited to have you both. I think you are the power couple of OPR. I don't know about power. But, uh, yeah, I don't know about power, but but uh, great to be here. Definitely couple. Definitely couple. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are some of the best personalities in OPR, and we're all very excited to hear from you. But I'd love to hear, and everyone would love to hear, how did running enter your household? Who started? I, I started it, and then I forced him. I actually forced him a couple of years later, but I started going, um, I think it was like 2013. I did the SBH in the summer, the 5k and I did mm -hmm. it once. And then the next year I did it again. And the next year I did it again. And, um, then I started, I did the Turkey trot one year and then I signed up for the Disney marathon. So mm -hmm. that's where really was it 2017 that's when I really started running training and doing and uh when did you that you were the next year or two years later no I think 2017 I found some old text messages oh when you. oh yeah Very I, was, I took my son to go see Wicked and that was the night that you had to sign up for the Disney marathon at eight o'clock right mm -hmm. in the middle of the show so at that time, if you didn't sign up that second, you weren't getting you weren't getting a spot. So, so mm -hmm. 4 a.m. in China. He's in China. She's and I'm sitting in Wicked oh. and I'm texting him. <laughs> um, should we sign you up? And this is his. He just found all the texts just now. He so I write, not sure. She says, but it sells out. I says, wow. I says, I can't handle it. Don't waste your money on me since I'm not <laughs> sure. And she starts telling me this scenario, if we raise this, we could raise that. I said, I don't understand. There's no space in my brain. Just do what you have to do. Whatever you do is great. So she said, well, should I sign you up? I said, as much as I want to do it, I don't have the time. I know I'll regret the decision, but I don't want to waste the money. I really would love to do it, but I'll never be in shape in time. It's too much for me. No time to lose 30 pounds. I'm nauseous just thinking about it. I can't agree with that. <laughs> So I signed him up. I didn't listen. My son, my, so my son that was up. with me at the show, he was just signed him up. If, and he was like naming all the people from that he knew that did it. And, you know. And people, I never ran. So, and he never ran before ever. So this was in this, when was this? This was in the summer when I, then I pushed you out the door. Then I went, I went go running the first time. 
and it was uh, and I'm wearing Indeal, and I was wearing my New Balance, one of those trail shoes or hard like a rock, non-running yeah, shoes. Yeah, with all the for things sure. on the bottom. So I went out. I think I ran like a block and a half, and I'm coming back, and she like sees seven, me in the, like six minutes. Maybe <laughs> she sees me through the window, and she runs and slams the door, goes in the window, and points. <laughs> Keep running! You're not coming in the house. <laughs> oh, I Positive of course, I don't do so well in the heat in the summer, but I, we got through it. Whatever. But that was it. This is how we started. So he's so we both ran the race that time that year, and um, he was like m- missing in action. He never came to the finish line. We like I was done, and my other son was done, and we don't know where he is, and he's not even being tracked. He ended up with you hurt your knees. Is that yeah, was when you hurt your knees? I, I hurt my he knees. hurt his knee and he didn't come in. I think he like came in like two thirty something, and he was devastated. He was just and he says I, that. But then like he caught the bug. He says I'm coming back next year. No, next the next oh, year the, was the, the next year is when you ran. You, when did I do the surgery? I had surgery on my knee. I thought it was a fluke. Like oh, I can't do no, it. No, no. The first year you just yeah. did slow. I think. Right. The second year you hurt your knee. I hurt my knee. And you ended up being the same time again. Meniscus surgery. I was supposed to come back second time. He was so excited. No one could talk to him after because he he ran slower than he did the year before, even. My my knee blew out, whatever it was. I had meniscus surgery after that. And then I was in the summer of the five K you ran with Jacob. Right. But you were still he was so slow and he was going crazy. And And at that time I was faster than him. So, which is, mm-hmm. which was, which is, uh, and I used to, he, he, I used to say, yeah. run with me, run with me. And he would say, no, you're too fast. Now he tells me, run with me, run with me. And I say, absolutely no way. I'm never absolutely. running with you. He <laughs> begs me and I will not. She, she won't run with No, me. no, we, we run totally separate times, different, <laughs> never. I think we ran once together on Passover. And she yells made, at me every time I ask, I want to run. No, I can't run with you. No. I says, okay, I, we'll go slow. <laughs> Then I get mad because well, it tells I, me he's going. He's going to go my speed, like like I'm like I'm a slow like a turtle. But and then it was I the third. Slow. The third Disney run is when I I beat Disney. Yeah, that was last year. No, not last year. The year before. Yeah, yeah, no, it was last yeah, year. Yeah. That was before COVID. Right before COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he got one fifty. And, and he was, wow. and I was like six. I think I was like it. six hours or something because I was a trainer, and I was running with just trying to get these kids who never lifted it like a foot before. And I spent, oh my God, that was like beyond torture, torture. So that was probably the highlight of any run, of running for me was finishing that race at 150. Oh I, I didn't, I, I wasn't, I just did it. But I had to beat, I had to beat her that. because she beat me the first two times. I said, you're not doing it again. So. I got not it. me beating me beating, <laughs> beating the race, you know. Beating beating, yeah, anyone no, beat me that year? I think I was one of the last ones crossing the crossing the finish line. They have the sweepers right behind you, Sean. You're like, no, no, I'm helping the kids. No, go. no, those, no. But that year, someone got stuck up and they 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 swept them up, and we were all about going to cry for them because they were really trying so hard to finish, and they all got swept. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to actually take a step back before getting into all of like the race specifics. So you mentioned, Michelle, that you started in like 2012, 2013 with this first run. What was your impetus? What made you jump into it? You know what? I was always very active. I'm always, I was always going to the center or going to New York sports club before that. They used to have babysitting in New York sports club. So I would, whatever kid Mm -hmm. was with me, because I would never leave my kids. 
So I, I if it, if I didn't have a place, the kids came with me. Then so I used to go to New York Sports Club. I would do the classes. I would do the treadmill. I would do whatever spinning. Oh, one time I grabbed him to go at night because I didn't want to leave him at night. So we went to a boot camp class, and. So I the fainted, whole class I, I is fainted, running. I fainted in the class. And I turn around, and he's laying on the floor. And I see the guy, you know, the, the, the guy that's uh, the, the teacher. He's laying, he's coming, he's standing next to him in the back. The whole class is surrounding him. He's laying oh on the floor. God. He almost passed out. He says, you and your big ideas, you're trying to get me to exercise. And he was out for the count. But um, so I was always active. I mean, nine months pregnant, I was signed up for spin. I gave birth instead of having spin. So it wasn't such a odd thing for me to just pick up running. So I think mm -hmm. I just wanted to support SBH. And that's why we went the first time and then the second time. And then, I don't know, then I just, I guess I caught the bug. It was, you know, easy and fun. And the kids were a little bit getting a little bit older. So I could like now they, everybody mm -hmm. leaves the house by 730. I go running. I don't, it's not so much now a matter of, uh, worrying about taking care of the kids because they're all big, so I can really get out yeah. and go. But I mean, in those early days where you had the kids around, um, and Sam, you mentioned you travel a lot, and so you're traveling for work, and the kids are around, and you have your business, Michelle. How did you balance all of that? I don't know. I just did it. I'm very like that. Like if I want to do something, I do it. You can't, and especially if you're going to mm -hmm. tell me that I can't do something, I'm doing it extra much. So it's not uh, like even we wanted to raise the money for the for the race. And I said, OK, we're going to have a bake sale in our house. And one of my kids said, mm -hmm. we don't have that huge house that you, you know, that you have bake sales in. And I said, I don't care. We're doing it. And the first year, mm -hmm. I think we raised, uh, I don't know, maybe 15,000. And then the next year we almost doubled. Oh. Like every year we kept getting more and more and more. And it became, you know, and it was just me and Sammy and the kids. Like we didn't have a whole committee and we had this huge bake sale and, mm -hmm. and auction, a big Chinese auction. And it became something great because someone told me you couldn't do it. And I just did it. I didn't care. That's really special. And it, it must be really special to be able to give back as a family and to be like this family of SBH and at all these events. Yes, I mean, the, the weekend, I mean, this year we're, we're missing, we're going to miss it so much. But um, mm -hmm. last year we even convinced his sisters to come with us. And my mother came with us one year. Uh, it just was, it's the be best weekend ever. Well, the That's 5K so nice. in the summer used to be and, our best day in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so I remember the first time I signed up for the 5K, it was because the year before they woke me up because it was on my corner. Oh. And I was like, I guess if they're coming here right. anyway, you I might, might as, as well, well be a part of it. It's true. But then, like you said, it became one of the best days of the summer. It's really it is. Special. We looked forward to it. And then it was funny because I looked forward to it. And then all of a sudden, one year, I was in shul. And Lisa Elo tells me, do you want um, to chair it this summer? And I said, chair it? Me? Oh. And that's how I became the chairperson. And the first year, I think they had the most amount. Um, the first year that I chaired, we actually made money. And the second year, um, we had almost a 1,000 people. So, I mean, I stalked oh people. I, everyone knows that I can <laughs> definitely stalk you to convince you to sign up. But um, it was great. It was a great feeling. That's really awesome. And then you mentioned before that when you, when you were texting Sammy about that 2017 race, it was like you mentioned that you may not be able to get in shape by then. So what was your impetus to getting into running? Like, What was your – I know you're signed up for this race, but – being signed up for a race doesn't really get you out the door always. So what inside of you is like, I So when the scale this. showed 189, I said, I'm not going to 190. 
that's what it was. And then from there, it was down and down. And I, I lost 30 pounds. Well, you know, but luckily we have a sister his sister-in-law who's have a, a sister-in-law. Nutritionist. My, my, Laura Sham is my sister. She's so, a nutritionist. So telling me she, what to eat, what not to eat. Every She's step been telling of the me way. for 20 years. I never listened. Now I finally started to listen and run. And I just didn't yeah, want to go that, back there. And I'll never forget that. I don't want to hit that 190. When I saw the 189, it was about the time where she was mm-hmm. sending me these messages. And then she got me into, I saw one message now when she got me into the turkey trot, which was about the same time. And she's, you can do it. You'll do it. It'll take you like an hour. Right. It'll you take an hour. It. It'll t- I read the text. It'll, you can do it about an hour. You should be okay. And then I think the last time he did it, he did it in like 30 something minutes. I think he, the last race he did it, he did it like 38 minutes. He's, no he flew. So she was texting me again. Oh, I'm going to sign you up for Turkey Trot. And meanwhile, she had done it years before. And I wasn't leaving the house on Thanksgiving morning. She went herself. I yeah, I used I to go. I didn't even care to watch somebody run. What are you? <laughs> and it's freezing outside. He thought I was insane. It like I would it go. It didn't even sink in. I'm like, where'd you go? Like you went shopping or something? Oh yeah. Went, okay. It was fine. I wasn't paying. I was not. Oh, when interested. I did New Jersey. Yeah. She went herself. She ran New New Jersey half. I don't know. Okay. Go. Two I, years. I did it. The second year, the second year. Zero support. Sorry. The second year. I, <laughs> the only thing he did for me was when I crossed the finish line, my, my watch was all screwed up. I had no idea what my time was, but when I crossed the finish line, he texted me one fifty nine thirty seven, And I was like, so it was like that was my best time, yeah. but that, that that was his contribution, and um, I had to like relax until I got went home. But he 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 was not interested at all in the beginning. And then that shift happened. So what was the moment where you went from I am doing this because I want to lose some weight and feel a little bit better to I'm doing this and I'm going to like crush it. As you go from where I was in that bad place of 189. I'm sorry I keep saying the weight. I know people don't like to say I say anything. But when you get that when you get that far away from it, you don't want to go back. Mm-hmm. And, and that's 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 the motivator. You know, even I love to eat. Let me tell you, I, I can eat the house. And she could, keep eating, keep eating. She's always telling me I can eat. Forget it. I don't care that he eats. Don't say that. I just care that he complains after he eats. It's like yeah. he's the girl and I'm the boy. Right. But and then I have he, to go run it off. So then, and then, and then all we hear about is what he ate and then how much he ran the next how morning. You know, and in Sunday mornings, I always take it easy. If you ever pay attention, I run like three miles or four miles. He's running 13 miles, 12 miles, or calling me from... Avenue J, could you come pick me up? I said, okay, I was go- I was just leaving for my run, but I mean, that, okay, that, I'll come that, pick that you up. That happens sometimes where I go too far. <laughs> like, and then you're like, back. I need to get home. I said, okay, just come get me. It's <laughs> happened. You don't know. I don't go out with a plan. I just go. He doesn't have a training plan. Zero training plan. I am the worst nightmare of anybody who follows every rule. There's no <laughs> rules. My rule is run. Just run. That's run. But that's great. Just run. So I never know how far I'm going. I don't know what my pace is going to be. I don't know. I go. I think there's one thing we do know, though, that you're going to be leaving at 5 a.m. 5 or 3. No, 5 is a little late. 5 is late. 5 is late. Oh, my. Yeah, I always see you at like 4.50 yeah. or 4.30. Yeah. It's always before 5. And how do you... yeah. Well, that's because maybe he wants to go to shul. So, like, he'll go run and then he goes to shul or right after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also if you look on Strava, a couple of times I went before four, 
So anything before four is not considered. They, I think it calls it nighttime run, or you know how they no. say morning run or afternoon run. They call it night run. Nighttime if you do run. it before four, Strava calls it night run. Yeah, I like running in the morning uh, because it just it's the first thing. If you're going to do it, just do it. Uh, I also don't like traffic. I don't like dogs with leashes. I don't like all mm -hmm. these I interferences. When I go, I'm running, and I don't want I don't want anything around me. Um, so it's 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 not. And Brooklyn hasn't. It's a little scary being on the boardwalk at uh, mm -hmm. four thirty in the morning. But yeah. So you have you keep you, you keep your eyes open. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess it's it's much simpler to say a lot of those things x number of years after doing it. But when you started to set that alarm for four a.m. or four thirty a.m. How do you roll out of bed? Like, what was the thing in your head saying, like, now is the time of going to get up? It's, it's, you, you just have to do it. No, no, no. He's, not, he was always up at that time, but he was just working. So now he just takes time oh. away from his work. He always got up crazy early. He always, mm -hmm. you know, he was always, but he was working or he was going, you know, working and then going to shul. So now he just tried to fit running into, so maybe it's a little bit earlier. Or a and little. it changes the whole day. When I don't run, I'm not, mm -hmm. I, I don't feel it. When I run yeah. that morning, I just feel good about myself. I always come back, go, you saw my run? You saw my run? <laughs> Half the, now she doesn't look anymore. She used to look. Now she doesn't care. Anymore. Now, now you also sometimes get a It depends on kudos. the time. Like if I'm busy with work or I'm busy with, with other things. Like also, when I, now I'm not training anymore. Like now I'm just running to run, even though I, have my training plan from my my watch gives me training like training plans whatever. exact opposite of me. but um make he makes fun of me he's like what do you have to repeat this repeat go repeat what is this? i don't just i make fun of her all the time because i don't do that but, wow so running has now become this big thing in your house yes. how do your kids see it so they think we're crazy first of all but cool. they actually it was funny because we were away and so he went running first and then he came back and then I left. And when I came back, I saw one of my sons running and then I saw the other one going to the treadmill. And I was like, when did this happen? You know, they would, they, I guess they just decided on their own to, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, they both also, they both have both one, one ran the, they two times. Did Isaac run twice and Morris ran yeah. twice? They both ran the halves with us in Disney. Um, we make them run the SBH 5k no matter what. Um, all of them. I mean, even mm -hmm. my little one, Jacob, he ran it at what was it, kindergarten? Yeah, kindergarten. We had he, he was running it, but um, but they, they still think we're crazy, but they still respect and understand like the health, the, the health benefits of it all. Even when we were out for dinner last week, and we, I looked at my phone and I saw a picture of one of the I think it was one of the early marathons. So one of my kids tells me, Wow, daddy, you were fat. So <laughs> We looked at each other, and he's in any other family. That's like an insult. You can't say that. And he's like, "No, that's a compliment. Look at you right now. <laughs> Look at you. You know." So that's really special. I mean, I guess now looking at that and hearing that, if if what do you hope your kids take away? So you you know they think you're crazy, but what do you hope that they internalize from that? That they they that stay healthy also. Stay healthy and you know keep active and also I just feel like. They see me doing things that, you know, not the normal person is doing, you know, like all my friends, they think I'm crazy. Which this morning I ran 20 miles. Oh, I ran when, when I was training for the marathon. But um, 
they see that I'm doing something for myself and I think that they respect it. And, and 100%. you know, it's uh, no, you love to hear that. Yeah. So Michelle, when did you take that leap from 5k to half and then say, I'm going to run. The okay. Marathon? David B. He just called me. He says, I have a spot for you. That guy's a cult I'm leader. giving you a, you, he, he's a cult. He's a cult. We say he's, he's a, a cult. cult. Um, and he's, you can do it. You can do it. I said, I can't do it. Are you crazy? 26 months. No way. And I cursed him dead for all the mm. months of training. Um, I said, what am I doing? But the truth, it was like the, one of the best days of my life. Uh, it was really, it was really, I, I can't even describe the feeling and I did train perfectly for it. I mean, I definitely didn't run it fast. But um, when I my last two miles were my fastest, meaning that I did do it That's right. Awesome. I didn't hit a wall. Mm -hmm. I crossed the finish line. I, you know, and I like had to walk that extra mile until until Sammy, you know, got me and we got in the car. Oh wait, I made it to that one, and that was support makeup yes. for all of the that other was, races. That was the support. I mean, who every drives time to the city marathon day? Me. Yes. I drove every four miles. I was there. Every time I turned around, he, he would <laughs> really? text me, I'm right Love to your that. left. Look. And he was there. But um, it, we, we had a, what was That's it, mile amazing. six or mile seven? I don't remember. Every, every four or five miles, I was there. I don't know how I moved around the city driving that day, but I made it happen. And you drove. I, drove. I told him, take the train. I, I gave him the map. I told him what to do. He, mm -hmm. he, wasn't, he wasn't hearing any of it. About mile six, where like all the all the all the spectators stay for you know the, the whole group of all the OPR people. Um, when I till I got to that, I thought I was gonna die. I just kept saying I'm never gonna make it. I'm never gonna make it. And when I got to there, mm -hmm. I saw him. I saw my kids. I saw my all my best friends came. My mother, my sister, every they were all there. And all of a sudden, after that, I was just able. I just went. I just went, and I was with a smile, and I was just smiling the whole way. And then I got. Right before I got into Central Park, he was there again. I'm like, I don't even know how he got got there. He's like, I'm like, I'm almost. He's like, you almost done. You almost done. And my watch was all off. I think I t my watch mm -hmm. told me that I ran 28 miles or 27 miles. Oh so I had no idea how much time I had mm -hmm. left, or I was just going. And it was real. And even the next day, I wasn't even sore. Like I thought I was going to be dying in the bed. I went to yoga. Mm -hmm. I I walked to the center and I wow. went to yoga. Like I it wasn't even. I, maybe I didn't run fast enough. Like, I, but no, it's incredible. Was, Especially like you're saying, you finished so hard. It's like such a special it day. Was, it was great. It was it was really great. And then we said this year we were going to run it together, um, but it was canceled. And we were both actually so happy when they said it was canceled. When they said it was we, I was like, because I was not ready to go back to those long, long, long runs. Mm -hmm. I mean, I haven't run long since March. Maybe third. Like I've been, I run. I've been running six, four not i haven't been going long mm -hmm. i'm not like him how how'd you get sammy or sammy how did you jump on the bandwagon for this marathon cycle even though it unfortunately didn't i don't happen. know if i'm on that wagon yet david, I, david. i'm kind of there but uh, i don't know if i'm there i think about it well like when i'm in like you know mile 13 i'm like i gotta do this again two of these okay. That, that's what I keep thinking to myself. Yeah. Wait, how can I? Wait, but then, wait, you have to change your, your pace and how you start. But like when I'm on 13, I'm like, wait, I have to do this a tw double. But let's see. Let's see what happens uh, the next time. No, but time I around. say, really, anyone could do mm -hmm. it. If you put your mm -hmm. mind to it, you could really do it. You're not running 
like a, yeah. a, a regular person is not really running like like you like so fast like that but a re- like you know it, it, it's uh it's not it's not as crazy as it sounds especially mm-hmm. for the first one like my coach at the time I crossed the finish line and he te- he said it was the perfect first marathon you know so yeah I think I agree I think running a first marathon running any marathon is like it comes off as really difficult and it is a very difficult test. Like you said, you train months and months for it, but it's not impossible. The fact is 55,000 people ran it in New York city alone right. last year. Wow. So like people can do it. Yeah. It's no. let's see 20. Well, when is it now? What 2021 now? 2020, yeah, 2022. 2022. Yeah. Well, it didn't 2021 is canceled, right? Already? No, I'm not sure. Well, if, if it does happen, then I will hopefully be on the side with the big sign for you. I will not be taking the time. <laughs> I'll have my sign and that's that's really exciting and hopefully hopefully they can happen. So I guess being that races may or may not happen, it's very clear that over the last eight months you've both been out yes. there. So what has been your motivation? Like how have you continued to stay motivated? Like you mentioned, there was a point where it was health. There was a point where it was speed. And now what is that internal driving? I do it to run. I, I do it because otherwise I think I would go crazy because I can't. And also I lost all my ex, my other exercise options before I was r- running and I was in the center the other days and, you know, going to my classes or doing all that stuff. I don't have that anymore. So now it's just running. So, I mean, I do a couple of Instagram classes. Like today I did a Dalkaski. She had a class Instagram, but that's because there's snow on the ground. I love her classes. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Um, and she is also helps me so much with my running. Anytime I have a question, she really, she, she helps me and she helped me a lot for the marathon. Um, but so there's nothing really else like getting my, like letting off my steam is going running. Mm-hmm. So, and I, there's nothing like when I'm done, you know, you walk in the house and whether it's two miles or 10 miles, when I, when you walk in the house and you just finished, there's nothing like that feeling. Yeah. And for you. And for me. I think running was made for me because there's no excuses. You just need sneakers. You don't need a schedule. I can go at four in the morning. You don't need to be a member. It doesn't matter where you are. I think I've run in many, many different states and many different countries. I'll be running tomorrow. No, tomorrow. The day after tomorrow, I'll be running in Kentucky. Who else can run in Kentucky? Okay. Uh, um, and you just need your sneakers. My sneakers are packed. My, my running clothes are packed already for wherever I'm going to be. So there's never an excuse. Mm-hmm. And also, I never believed it when people say, oh, it makes you feel good. But it also, it's a stress relief. As, as hard as it is when, you, yeah. when you're pushing it out there. But the stress, the rest of your day is just that much a little bit calmer. Uh, because of, of of the of, of the runs and interesting, I, I just realized most I think of all our morning runs uh, uh, mm-hmm. for me. So it, it get it does set the tone for the day for me. Uh, definitely, and I guess just to build off that a little bit, over the last few weeks for me, for example, I've been running very little bit, and then I just started a new job this week and realized I want to run. All I want to do is like get out there. I guess now that I actually have things to do, it's like you want to do it. But beforehand, like like you said, you just you don't need the the release of energy as right. much. Yeah, and I think that's really cool. Right. Well, during COVID, anytime anyone looked for me, I was running. 
Like in the morning, I could, the house would be flying there, yep. fighting over Zoom, and every uh, everyone's you know finding their way. I I would leave and I would go. Oh, I found a, I found the park uh, yesterday, near my office, and I was all covered. It looked like Central Park, but it's in North Jersey. Mm. Uh, it's, I have my eyes set on it. As soon as the snow goes away, I'm gonna hit it next week. Hopefully, mm. uh, a nice big uh, park. I couldn't believe it. It was huge. So. That's but awesome. I don't care. I like and the so same I place. I go the same route every day. Mm. He has to go to like different all the time. I go to see, I go to the beach every day and it just depends on where I stop to come back. So David V actually was very was, upset because you took the straw and, he, and then the he legend. took it back and he sent me a picture because they send us both emails, you know, when, you know, he took your local legend, but I think I have it back now. But then I said, oh, I went away and he didn't go away. So maybe he was going to take it back from me. And now it's snowing. So I'm going to lose it. But um, I'm hoping he doesn't get out there to take it away. I, I have two local legends, actually. Because, yes, because there's always What's sand the on, the, on the first uh, thing to go up. So I started, like, continuing mm -hmm. down. There's a second one, like a little ramp. So I went mm -hmm. on that a couple of times, yeah. not even realizing. All of a sudden, I got, a, like, a notification. You're the local legend. I said, Really? Uh, you just got to keep sending those to David B. He, he wasn't very happy when you I know, because he does one. the same route also. We always see, we see each other. I like changing it up. Right. Yeah. So in terms of changing it up, what's been your favorite place to run? Ooh. So I did a couple of times. I went to Hoboken, uh, overlooking the city. It's very nice. Mm -hmm. And I've gone at five in the morning there. You can park the car. It's very, very nice. Sunrise over there. It's, and you could get a, a decent amount of miles there. So that, that, that was, uh, that's pretty nice. I mean, listen, we all do PP, uh, uh, you know, Prospect Park and the boardwalk. But how many times can you, can you, can you, can you do that? Um, running in Jersey is great also. That's nice. But the mm -hmm. heat is a problem. So not as enjoyable. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think uh, running in Hoboken is, is, was one of the nice. And I tried a new one also, for me anyway. I ran along the belt on, uh, from like uh, Bay Parkway up towards the city. Yeah. I did that a few weeks ago. And I was like, how come I never did this before? It was, was pretty cool. Um, That's I, windy over there. I, I, I drove there and it, it was pretty nice. Uh, it, it was nice. I, I enjoyed that. Uh, I don't like usually driving to a run, but... It was a five-minute drive, but it was fun. It, it was fine. I should do that again soon. That's awesome. Yeah, I definitely agree. I, I think I'm very much in your page where I think seeing new things every day it keeps it interesting. enhances yeah. every yeah. day. Yeah. And ironically, when you're seeing new things every day, you're able to zone out more than when you're running on the path that you see all the time. There's At nothing like me, saying, thinking you're on mile two when you're really on mile seven. And like, how did I get here? I love that. It doesn't happen that often, but when it does, it's a great yeah. feeling, you know? A hundred percent. That's awesome. Um, if we could jump a little bit back to where, uh, where we were earlier in terms of involvement in SBH, in OPR, um, because I cut that short earlier, but I'd love to hear a bit more on that. Um, a, how did you get involved with OPR? And how do you take such a leadership role in OPR? David calls me VP, but I don't really think I'm VP. I think it's just like, you know, he's just being nice. I really don't do that much. I help whenever they, if they need anything, I help, you know, but it's a committee. There's really a lot of people that work hard on it. Your Uncle Morris Dweck, 
first of all, he is, you want something done, he gets it done, and he gets it done in like 30 seconds. Um, and Nemo and Ralph Nasser and David, we have a chat go that goes on all of us all time. Um, but I, I guess just David just kept like texting me and asking me and I would always, okay, I'll do it. And, and then it just became, I was VP. I didn't even, all of a sudden he's like, oh, you're VP. Mm -hmm. But um, if you ask me to do it, I'll do it. That's, that's really the bottom line. I think it started with that I, when I got my Garmin. So then like I started being on the Garmin and, uh, and then I think when I was chairperson of the 5k, we started the fast and furious. So it just started, we just started working together and, uh, it just evolved from there. And OPR without them, I'm not running, not even a half a block. Every single person is just unbelievable. Just think about it. Where else does it not matter how old you are, how much money you have? where you live, what you do, how religious you are. Nobody cares. It's just running people. And everybody wants the other guy mm -hmm. to succeed. Everybody helps everybody. It's, it's a phenomenon. Any other place you go to, oh, it's a, a click and a click and they're in this level. No, if you run, you're in the level. That's it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You can be 60 years old talking to an 18 year old. You're equal. And you could be running a six-minute pace yeah. talking to a guy at a 12-minute pace. It doesn't matter. Just the, the enthusiasm and, and, and the confidence. That was a very big deal for me. Like those comments on the Garmin, it's big, it's big time. Mm -hmm. For somebody like me that was going from, you know, building up, that was huge for me. Huge. Well, it's the truth. I remember at 6 a.m. I was going to that race in New Jersey by myself. And I got a text from one of the guys. And he says, you could do it. You, you're going you're gonna to break two. And I said, break two. Like my time before that thing, I was 208. And then I was 219. Like I, mm -hmm. I was no way thinking I was going to break two. And um, he sent me a text at 6, maybe 615 in the morning. Like, you're going to do this. Uh, I don't even know. Like just, and, I, and after I said, like, it really, it really means a lot. Like all these little, these little things that people do in the group, they make you feel like you could do anything. Yeah, I wouldn't be running if it wasn't for OPR. End of discuss. End of story. No OPR. I'm not running. Well, he was in the chat before me because it used to be only men. And but I don't do used, really the chat. I read say, the chat, but I don't really say, talk oh, to the face. Oh, this is the chat. You want to see it? And then uh, I used to be like, I don't understand how you're in it before me because he didn't even really run. But David, David Sutton. David Sutton. David Sutton. But you yeah. know David. David. No, David Sutton said you got to put him in the yeah. chat or something. You know. And then then it became a, a co-ed chat. Oh, that's so great. I think I think that's something that's very important. Like you both touched on. It's crazy because we talk so much to like the younger kids about how from behind the screen, there's so much damage we could do. But I think it's the exact yeah. opposite here from behind our screens and on these comments and on these texts and through the OPR chat. And in the Instagram, we build up yeah. so many. No, it's, the truth. it's, uh, it's, it's really, it's, um, it's great. Yeah, definitely. And so in terms of, I know we've touched on these events, but you've both been involved and Michelle specifically, you've run and spearheaded these events. So what does that look like in terms of like being behind the scenes and making them? And how does it feel when you see this many people participating and smiling and running around with their The truth was the last uh, SPH 5K, when we had, we had bibs, we had a thousand, we had a thousand bibs. I think we were up to like, 
980s. I, I think like I couldn't believe it. I was so, so excited. And you looked around and you saw everybody. I just felt, I felt, I felt like a million dollars. I really, it, 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 even like when we had the bake sale and we, I was counting the money, I think it was, it was even more, I felt like I, I had, I felt like it was my money. I was so excited. We, my son and I were counting the money right before yeah. Shabbat because we did it on Friday and we couldn't believe it. And we, we didn't want to go into Shabbat. We didn't want, we didn't want to light, can't have to can do the candle lighting because we were so happy mm. about how much money we had made. It just made us, it made us feel so good. So good. And, um, and also like the, even in weeks later, people telling me, oh, I had the best time that day. The kids had the best time. And it's a great thing for SBH. And OPR also gives a lot of money to SBH. Any of our events that we did in OPR, we donated to SBH. So when we had our race that was by the center, we donated some to the center and some to SBH. That was a great SBH. race. Yeah, I remember that. When we had the race in the rain, you ran it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was a great. fun one. We want to do one now again, but I don't know. We'll see. Oh, yeah. So I remember I showed you guys. I'm thinking about that now. I was thinking about the race. Now I'm thinking about that Friday morning where I showed up at the track. So I do read the chat and oh, tomorrow we're going to be at the track. So who shows up? Me, you, Ralph Tusi, and Matthews. So what am I doing there with you three speed maniacs? That was such <laughs> Wait, a fun day. We yeah, played the dice, the dice game. Wait. In like, I don't know how hot it was. You know, me and heat, we don't get along. This is a problem. It's kryptonite. Yeah, it's, it doesn't work. Anyone that knows him knows. And, and I'm on the track with you nuts. And I was like, okay. And by the way, I don't know if you know this. I had my fastest mile that PR day. that day. That day. And I, I didn't even know how I got that. It was just, uh, I finished and my watch is saying, like, you know, I went, like, what the heck is going on? So... That was that was uh, that was uh, that was a fun morning. What can I tell? I'm thinking like you know maybe 10, 20 people are gonna show up. No, just me and the three fastest people I know. You know, <laughs> that, that was a really fun day. And for everyone listening, what we did that day it was called track roulette. If you don't know what workout you want to do, you bring a dice. You just designate random distances for every value, and then you just roll it. And I got the time. highest number every time, this by way, the way. The just know that. Every time. Okay. Every time. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was a really fun day. I actually do remember that. You just brought that up. Um, I guess there's a few things I'd like to end with, and so I want to call them rapid-fire questions because these will be fun between both of you. Um, so the questions will apply to each and you'll okay. each answer about each other. Um, so I'll start with the easy one. What's the most inspiring thing about each other? Silence. <laughs> <laughs> the best mother and wife that uh, exists out there. That's the way you take care of everybody in the family. There's just too many things to say about him, but oh, most, stop. but no, the, the most inspiring is um, his support. He's just always supportive, no matter what. Even when he thought I was crazy, he bought me a watch. Even when he thought I was crazy, he got me a trainer. Even like these were all things before. And anything I do, I start. I want to start a business. He says, "Okay, do it." You, I, I, 
he went away one time. I got a job working in modern interiors. He's like, what are you doing? Okay, you want to work? Okay, go to work. Whatever I want to do, he, he's there. And whether he agrees with it or doesn't agree with it, he's supportive. I love that. Now, for each other, who is, who is the stricter parent? In the Not house? me. <laughs> <laughs> right here. No, no, no. I we try are. to be strict, but not nobody me. listens to me. Definitely and then, not me. like, I'll tell him, you have to text them and tell them to do this and that. Because if I ask, you know. I choose my words carefully. When I talk, people listen, and I don't talk that much. So <laughs> if I want something done, I ask him, he texts the kids. He texts the kids. Like, if I want one to pick up the other one. If I get involved, things they happen. Listen to I, him. But I stay back. Nobody Let listens to me. It's like <laughs> free for all for me. So when the kids want something, like want permission for something who do they go to probably me yeah not me nope i'm the no i'll just person. say yeah i don't know I he doesn't even me. know what they're asking okay you know can i can i can i buy something it's like <laughs> okay. four million dollars okay so do you know what you just told them yeah no he doesn't i'm the opposite i i'm like Love no that. i just say no before it even comes out <laughs> that's great what is your favorite running story about each other and this could be a race. It could just be like a funny day. Favorite running story from from the other person or from me, from yourself. We'll hmm. do both. He has too many. And I, and some of them are I, can't I have a lot of it. wild ones. He has a lot of things that got hurt um, running, um, but well, we're adults here, no? <laughs> well, no, no. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's yeah. I, oh, the truth is that first day when I closed the door in your face, I think that was pretty funny. So, I had I thought I had an injury. Uh, we'll call it a maybe like a groin injury, <laughs> and I, you get nervous. Mm -hmm. So I go to urgent care, <laughs> and they blow it out of proportion. But you know, you don't know. You get nervous. So he yeah. says, "Okay, um, can I test you for an STD?" I said, okay, test me. I don't care. He said, don't worry. We're not going to call you unless it's positive. I says, okay. Next morning, nine o'clock, the phone rings. Oh, we're just calling to tell no. you that you're negative. I'm like, you know, what are you doing to me? You, you know, what's you wrong with me? you? Wait. <laughs> then in the same meeting, they did, uh, they want, they, it was, uh, I don't want to get into it, but it was a little bit. Uh, but every part of his body that could get hurt. Gets, gets, gets hurt. Gets but the parts that you would never think that get hurt, like I have to search it up online. I told everything. the guy I'm a runner, what are you testing me for these, this crazy, I said, it's fine, but I didn't want to make it yeah. like, okay, so test me. So, you know, I, we're not going to call you. Next morning, <laughs> phone rings. But, you know, boom. Um, and I was trying to explain to him, it's probably from running. I'm just not sure. I just want to be safe or whatever. But they went to another level and whatever. Yeah, but I don't have any running funny stories. I don't know. So what's your, doesn't necessarily have to be funny. What's your favorite running memory then? Oh, for me, the truth. Um, the marathon. Part. The marathon, but also that the Long Range Marathon when I, when I beat under two. I, I just felt so, I was so happy that day. When I did. Do you have, do you have more goals in the half or in the marathon in terms of time? Or are you just so loving I the racing really, and being out there? And I got people? very, after the marathon, I like fell out of racing and I was so happy that every race was canceled. So I don't know. I don't know if I really, I, I guess I will go back, but I'm enjoying not mm -hmm. worrying about my time anymore. 
I'm enjoying just going. And I do, I do like I try and go faster, but I also don't want to get hurt. So I'm good. Like, you know, it was fun that center one that we did mm -hmm. with the OPR. That was, uh, oh, the teams. The yeah. Teams? They put me with Momo, another, uh, <laughs> but another, the truth another is, another speedster. He finishes <laughs> and then he comes to run with me the last half a mile for. So I'm booking it like I'm dying at like a seven. And he's like, you know, mm -hmm. hopping along next to me. But if he didn't do that, I ran my fastest 5K uh, that race because of him. Yeah, because he came out really? and ran. I don't remember what it was the last, uh, I don't know, half a mile or mm -hmm. mile. I don't remember. And I just remember I'm dying. And he's like, yeah, he's talking to me. Like, I can't breathe. I'm going to throw this, up. You and he, you know, but he pushed me through it. He pushed me through that. That was a good race. That was fun when the rain and everything. That was good. Yeah. Shout out to Momo. <laughs> Momo's carried me through a lot of races too. It's always great yeah, to have yeah, him there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been really, really fun. Um, is there any parting wisdoms you'd like to pass on to everyone or any words you'd if like I to share? If I can do it, anyone can do it. That's it. It's true. But... Yeah, it, you you can really do anything if you just put your mind to it. That's the bottom line. And you can enjoy it also. It it doesn't maybe start off enjoying, but you mm. you it gets there. I never realized how much I could laugh from talking about running. I had such a great time sitting down with Michelle and Sammy, and it is clear they each have so many stories to share, and that I will have to bring them each back individually to share those stories. I'd like to highlight something Sammy shared about the power to build up others. We may not realize it, but our voices, messages, encouragement, and inspiration have so much power to help others along their journeys. And while we are so cognizant of what we type and put online, we can use our platforms, whether it be Strava, social media, group chats, Garmin, and everything in between to do such good in the world. I hope we can continue to build others around us and use running as a platform for positive social change. As always, I welcome any feedback and recommendations, and I'd love to hear about future guests you want on the show. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Voices of Ocean Parkway or to shoot us an email at voicesofoceanparkway at gmail.com. Until next time, this is the Voices of Ocean Parkway, hoping to catch you on the roads of OP soon.